Avast ye, mateys, and welcome to the Nautical Nomads podcast, bringing you all the stories and adventures of two scurvy nomads in Aeternum. Listen at your own risk, for we say all the f- words. This be your last warning. Well, welcome, everybody. I am one of your hosts, Fran Solo, and joining me, as always, is Hyperpixie. Hello. Hello. Very excited for tonight. Me too. I'm also very excited for after the show tonight, whenever I get to play more New World. Yes. Oh my god, yes. That also. <coughs> well, man, we've got a jam-packed episode this week. So much to talk about. We there was so much news, actually, other than just launch day. So this is, this is great. This is kind of settling in. We're getting into the swing of things. We've got some stuff to talk about tonight. Yep. We do have stuff to talk about. And, in fact... One of the cool things that we have to talk about is the news. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the news segment where we have a cool fancy. I don't know know why I wasn't expecting the dance along with the sound effect because I know you well enough to know that that should be a thing. Oh but yeah! For whatever reason, it it surprised it, it me. It was absolutely going to be a thing. It was absolutely <laughs> going to be a thing. But we have some news. Number one, news is there's an issue happening. People are getting banned. Yeah, this is terrifying. Uh, actually, a lot of people are getting banned, and so I've I've done some patrolling on uh, some uh, interesting. We'll call them websites. Uh, <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reddit and the forums. Um, He's ventured into Reddit, folks. I ventured into Reddit. Everyone pray for him. And, and into the forums. <laughs> I feel uh, like I'm more scared of the forums, to be honest. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, if you thought the ESO forums were bad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not, they're not horrible. Uh, I've also been, uh, been on, uh, active on WoW forums, uh, as well as RuneScape forums. So, basically, I've seen some shit. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but what's going on, and it's it's one of those things where where Amazon, at least as far as I know, has has been saying that they're not like auto banning people, um, but that's not kind of what what seems to be happening. Uh, the for instance, we we saw a Reddit post earlier that I was looking at where where a bunch like out of this guy's company, like fifty of them have been banned. Yeah, uh, considering there's only. A hundred max in a company. That means yeah. at least half of his company was just banned. Yeah, which is scary uh, because they owned a territory. And what it seems like happened and may or may not be possible is that they were targeted and their players were targeted. And they got mass reported. And once all of them were banned and offline and everything, the other company faction pushed and took the territory over and i want to say i read somewhere might have been the same reddit post i don't remember that it only actually i think what i saw was a twitter post um so i saw this tweet that said it only takes about 10 to 15 reports to get someone banned so if you have yeah. one company who it was wants it was to reddit take a town, i showed you yeah yeah so i think yeah well i saw this a few days ago oh, too okay. the 10 to 15 number yeah um so if you have one company that wants to take windsward for example and let's say lore seekers owns windsward 
you figure out who's in lore seekers which i'm sure isn't very hard it's floating above our heads and if we own a city we're likely going to be in that city pretty frequently yeah they're probably just just finding people running around and just hey here's a name everyone start reporting and eventually their system either auto bans or they have people actually going in there doing bannings but they're From what i've heard it's an auto ban it it, it would it's, have to be right because it would have to be because if if it's not they would be investigated right so it's hard to say as far as what i saw there wasn't any uniform of like what they're banning what they're reporting them for whether it's spam or because it might just straight up be that they have it automated for like spam because just like in world of warcraft and in runescape and and and, well world of warcraft and swotor is is where i saw it the most uh there are global chat uh bots going in and advertising uh, against TOS gold buying and boosting websites and things like that, which are typically scams. So if you see those, for the love of God, don't go to that website. And even more so, for the love of God, don't pay them money and give them your uh, account information. <laughs> bad idea. Uh, very very bad, bad idea. idea. Very bad. Bad, bad, very bad. Don't do it. Um, but uh, but I've seen those, and anytime I see them, I just go ahead and report them. And uh, what's funny is, like, normally that happens in free-to-play games. It doesn't typically happen in buy-to-play games because they typically get banned quickly, and you have to buy the game to create an account. <laughs> so it's, it's, it happens in WoW and SWOTOR because you can download it for free and jump in for free and just keep creating accounts and shit. But it's, it's always weird when it happens into a buy-to-play game because it's like, well, how the fuck are you guys just buying a bunch of copies of the game just to, like, advertise your weird scam? <laughs> you know, like, it just seems kind of crazy, but... I feel like that's high... Not even it's high risk. Low, that's high risk, low reward. And then yeah. also, like, you'd have to put up so much money to get potentially so little back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really understand their... Uh, I was going to say business model, but scam model, I guess. <laughs> Their goal is, I suppose. But anyway, so that's what's going on. I really, I assume Amazon will, Amazon Game Studios will address it at some point what's going on because uh, it really can't continue <laughs> because people are just going to con- continue to do it. And really, at this point, if Amazon's not going to, if they haven't done anything about it, really, people are just going to keep fucking doing it. Until they address it, because they should, because that's a dumb system. I mean, speaking of Amazon Game, Amazon Game Studio and bans. Do you remember that story I showed you a few days ago about uh, the guy who got banned for something real dumb? Oh yeah, the D's nuts guy. Yeah. So a dude told a somebody said something something D N, like using initials for something in the game. Right. I don't know what he was talking about. Um, and then the person responded with, and he was a streamer, just wrote in chat in global D's nuts. And he got banned <laughs> for abusive language, which I That's feel so is a silly. bit harsh. That's so silly. Like, come on. Perma banned for come a D's nuts joke. Like, <laughs> for a D's nuts, please. So I'm really hoping Amazon finds a happy medium between banning people who are legitimately awful people who are actually using hate speech and abusive yeah, language. Well, there's a difference between like a little troll, a little giggles, some alt F4 jokes, you know, like that's fine. That's not actual fucking abuse. Right. You know, like using the auto ban system to gain control of a territory. Hey, that's cheating. Yeah. Those people, those guilds, they should be banned. 
Also, if you have to mass report another company because you want their town, you're just bad at the fucking game. You, I'm sorry. You, bad. you suck. Get good. Maybe you should go practice some more. Maybe you should go duel your buddies. Maybe you yeah. should participate in wars and you should figure out how to play the fucking game go instead of just go banning cut some the other gems, team. put the gems into gem slots, get some nice sexy, you know, gear, level level your shit and then go do it. <laughs> the you fighting, know? not not the banning. Oh yeah, n- yeah, not the banning. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that was assumed. Yeah, in other words, <laughs> get good. <laughs> this just seems so silly. It's so um, dumb. Yeah, but then so so that's that. The banning issue, hopefully they'll address it. That's that. And then the next one that we wanted to, to talk about was the server update from Trevzor for the win. FTW, I assume it's for the win. Is there another gamer thing for FTW? Fuck the world. Fuck the world, that's true. Eat the apple. Fuck the core. <laughs> oh, where you're going for a second. <laughs> I, was I don't like, work for you no more. Is it a poisoned apple? I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fully understand either. Uh, but anyway, so I am going to read this out. This is an update on the server transferring uh, from the community, community manager, Trevzor. Greetings, adventurers. Our team has been working incredibly hard to get this feature tested into a place where we feel confident that it will perform exactly as intended. While we want everyone to find their long-term home in Eternum as soon as possible, we also want to ensure the process is seamless and ready for everyone to use. During our testing, we uncovered some edge cases where the transfer experience does not meet our standards for its release. This means that we will be taking some extra time to get these issues resolved before we feel comfortable giving everyone their free server transfer token. To keep everyone updated and ensure players to uh, know what to expect, we want to answer some of the top questions we've seen about how server transfers will work. How do I transfer my character? You need to log into your character, which means waiting in any applicable queues. Go to the in-game store where there will be a new tab to claim your character transfer token, which is in-game right now. If you go check, nothing's there, but that tab is actually there now. Uh, You need to leave your company. And you need to remove any active trading posts, sell, and buy orders. And your character must be located in a sanctuary, like a settlement or an outpost. Um, and uh, the next question is, what comes with me when I transfer? You'll keep all character progression, of course, uh, including your weapon mastery and, and achievements and level and all of that. Uh, you'll keep your alliance and progress for your faction. You'll keep your inventory and storage. You'll keep all of your currency, all of your houses and housing decorations. You'll keep all quest progress. Um, so that begs the question, well, that seems like pretty much fucking everything, Trevzor. <laughs> what do I not keep, buddy? And the answer is your company membership. Which we which already went over that yeah, before. Exactly. So it was like it's like kind of reiterated <laughs> here again. Yeah, it's like your company membership, which needs to be terminated before transferring, as they talked about earlier. <laughs> uh, and will not carry over active trading posts, sell orders, uh-huh. And uh, also your friends list, which isn't going to transfer because it's world-specific. That one makes sense. Uh, so really, pretty much everything except for things that make sense. Like obviously, your company is not going to transfer. Your you know friend friendships aren't going to transfer because that's limited to your server. Um, and uh, let's see, where can I move my character to? You can move your character to any world in your region. So this is something that I saw and was like, wait a second, didn't yeah, they say before problem. that? Didn't they say before that they were going to let you change regions? I don't remember if they explicitly said it, but I know everybody just seemed to kind of assume it. I know I assumed it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, same kind of thing. I don't remember them specifically saying it, but I think everyone assumed that. So I saw that in there when I read this earlier and was like, uh, 
that might piss people off. Yeah, from I, I mean, I've heard people are pretty pissed about the way the server transfers have been handling yeah. handled, uh, or are going to be handled. So yeah. the issue is if you're if you made a tune on NA, so us for example, yeah. we made tunes, got into NA West El Dorado, then we needed to transfer, we needed to start over, essentially. But if we would have waited. Let's say lore seekers decided they were going to go to NA East instead. Or even better, we live on the East Coast. We're only doing NA West because that's where the lore seekers are going. So say instead of just going on another NA West server that everyone else from the lore seekers was going to, Tilapia, hail our server, we're amazing. Um, <laughs> say that we went to NA East because, like, well, we're only going to be here for a couple weeks. We'd be fucked. Yeah, good thing that we decided to stay on West. Yeah, we'd have we literally we'd have we'd to start over again. And considering there's people who have already reached level sixty, God, could you imagine pumping two hundred hours inside cry. two weeks? I would to level sixty and having to do it again to play with your friends. We have what like eighty hours in game or something right now. About yeah. Yeah, and it would be. I think hell we're we're to both about we're we're both about like eighty five. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine's gonna skyrocket from our own while you're working. Bastard, bastard. <laughs> I'm gonna be ahead of you by about but, eight uh, hours. But yeah, in short, people are pissed about the region thing. <laughs> Uh, you can't move your character to a full world, which makes sense. You can't move your character to a world in maintenance. Uh, you can't move your character to a world set that you have an existing character in already, which would bypass the whole like one character per thing. So obviously you can't bypass that. Uh, will there be opportunities to transfer again if I choose the wrong world, the world my friends choose fills up, or I regret choosing the world that I transfer to? And the answer is yes, but it will require an additional token. Our team will continue monitoring world populations, queue times, and will evaluate the need for an additional wave of server transfer tokens to be given out for free. As we, after we are sure players have had plenty of time to find their right server for them, we will later make server transfer tokens available for purchase in the store and will give notice ahead of time uh, when tokens are changing to a paid service. We know that server transfers are highly anticipated and we are working diligently to provide the best possible experience for you. We appreciate your patience and anticipate transfers will be available next week. Every applicable resource has been working... Uh, every applicable resource has been working on that. Has been working on this. God, I'm gonna die. We'll read uh, eventually. <laughs> we we did go to kindergarten. Uh, I promise. And we'll continue and uh, and we'll continue until it is done at quality. So a lot of takeaways from this. Obviously, the the more negative points are the um region thing, which I people either assumed or they said it. I don't specifically remember, but. A lot of positive. Uh, it, I think it's good of them to add that additional caveat in there of like, a, hey, we realize like one may not be enough. We might have to do another one. And I like that they're holding off on making it a paid service for now, um, even if you want to, because people need to be forced to settle into a place for good, right. for the most part, you know, until they offer it as a paid service. Because until that happens, like, it's just the thing because they went with smaller servers. They have the benefit of greater performance because of that, and they need to force people to segment more. Because if they don't, those handful of worlds are just going to keep fucking stacking up, and it's going to be impossible to fucking server change to those. You know, 
right. to like El Dorado or like all, any fucking streamer server that some big streamers on. And know? the good thing about them keeping the free token option open in case is like say everybody's on El Dorado and those people on El Dorado are like, well, we're going to Tilapia now. And then Tilapia is right. full. And then it's like, how the hell do we get off of Tilapia? Exactly. So we'll be able so they're just leaving room to kind of shift things around even yeah. more if necessary, which I think is a really big positive yeah. that they're already letting us know that. So that way people don't freak the fuck out yeah. the day server transfers go live. I agree, because there's going to be it, a lot of fucking pandemonium the day that server transfers go live. Everyone's going to be freaking out, trying to get on the world they want to be on. So I think adding a second wave, or at least letting us know that they're, well, I mean, they're not entertaining that idea. They're basically just saying there's going to be a second wave. Um, is a, Or wait, no, no, no. We will evaluate the need for an additional wave of service. Okay, so they haven't said for sure there's going to be, but at least mentioning that, that like, hey, we're thinking about doing another one in case the first one's a goddamn shit show. Um, so that's good. Yeah, I agree. That's a positive. And, I mean, hey, now we get, like, we're planning to stay on Tilapia, but we get free server transfer tokens in case everybody on El Dorado plans to move to Tilapia. That's true. Or, like, if that token's, like, I, I'm not sure exactly how it will work. There's going to be a, I assume there probably won't be a time limit on that token, just given the way they'd likely want this to work. They don't want to almost feel like they're forcing people to server transfer um so that also leaves it open to if we don't server transfer we could use it on another tune if we decide to level somewhere else or a year from now if tilapia starts to die out we could transfer to another server yeah that's very true uh but i i am glad for sure that they are already thinking that there might be some more adjustments and one thing that I can credit Amazon for is kind of fu future-proofing things early. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Like with the whole... If they hadn't done the name thing... This would be hell. They would have been fucked. It would have been real, real hard. Because, like, they fucked themselves a little bit because the EU servers were a shit show when the game launched because everyone was trying to reserve their name and everything. But even in spite of that, because they held on to that one name for any server, it made them the server transfer idea like work otherwise they and it's like i don't know because on the one hand i want to credit them a lot for it but at the same time like you could just make it so you can change your name or you're oh, forced to change true. your name because that's what wow does because when it's the same thing that wow does like when you when you transfer you just have to change your name if it's already available on another on another uh realm that's true. So, but either, either way, it was a good idea. I almost wish they could do something where, so you know how with ESO, your account name is decoupled from your uh, in-game name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wish what they would do, and I wish other MMOs would do this as well, where you can name your character whatever you want, and there could be three pixie solos running around. But yeah. it's only going off of your account name, and it's only tracking your account name, and only your account name needs to be unique. And I think the reason they don't do that is because of, like, grouping and stuff like that. Like, it's much easier to have your display name be the same thing that they would have to, like, group invite and all that kind of a thing. Because if you're in a group, because, like, if you're grouping with randoms outside of, like... Because it's, it's hard because we don't play like that at all. We play with our group of friends that we... Have 
I like have established friendships with already that, right. like, that we're just playing New World with. But for a lot of people, if they don't have friends that they're playing the game with, they're randomly grouping with people because there's no systems to go to an ex- expedition or anything. They would have to then explain like, oh, I know my name says uh, my name is Braun, uh, but actually my at name is Braun Solo 25687. Uh, so please group invite that. Right. I guess. You know? So I guess I'm a little biased there because in ESO, whenever I play that, uh, I have at names be the default yeah, display. Same. So yeah. for me, I'm just used to looking and inviting by at name anyway. Yeah. I think it's the difference of like ESO has it separately because of the whole mega server thing. And you can name your character pretty much whatever you want because really in ESO, like it just doesn't really matter because most people have at names set and most people go by their at names. Your character name is just kind of flavor. Yeah, you know. even then, though, your character name has to be unique. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. That's right, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I wish they'd just go a step further and make it go just by your at name, so that way you could have the name you want. Cause a bunch of Joes. Like, we have very common first names, Taylor and Cody. It's true. How Doxed. many? How? Wow. Yeah, I know. If, if you <laughs> manage to find us by just our first name, <laughs> yeah, you might luck. deserve to come see us. <laughs> I spell Cody with I-E, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you know, how many times do I run into another Taylor? That's true. And the all world the doesn't explode. Yeah, I run into other Cody's all the time. I know that's a dumb thing to get, like, caught up on. Because because the so server minor. doesn't crash? IRL? That makes me think of r slash outside from think, Reddit. I think that's what social security numbers are for. <laughs> See, your social security numbers, your <laughs> app name. <laughs> They just, like, force every (laughs) character to, like, nope, you have to have this, like, eight-digit code that's you. So, okay. (laughs) Like your Discord code thing or whatever, or your, like, Steam friend code or your uh, Switch friend code. So, you know, (laughs) when you are inviting people to a party, you always ask them for their name and social security number. Exactly. So you can group up with them appropriately and you don't get the wrong tailor. (laughs) Yep, exactly. No one would want that. No one would want that. Um, man, well, that's that's pretty much all the news. Do you have anything else for the news? Nope. Well, I think it's time <laughs> for. <laughs> I want to cry. Oh okay, no. it's time for some wisdom. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. <sighs> so true, Uncle Iro. Are you okay? I think so. All right, well, while Braun gets a tissue, I found something that at this point I feel like a lot of people probably know, but I discovered it and it was really helpful to me. And whenever I told my group, they hadn't noticed it. So if you're in a crafting menu and you are wanting to level crafting pretty efficiently or like you're just trying to just make some shit and you didn't look up a crafting guide because I have a tendency to not spend a whole lot of time looking at guides... Uh, an easy way to figure out what's going to get you the most XP, because as you level your crafting, the amount of XP for easy-to-make stuff goes down, y- even sometimes to zero. Um, if you look in the upper right-hand corner of your crafting menu, you'll see a drop-down, which is the sort-by drop-down. If you click on that, there's a sort-by XP drop-down. It sorts by the amount of XP that you can gain from it. So it's a really easy way to figure out what your high XP items are, so that way you can level up your crafting skills easier. Yeah, and it's like, God, that was a godsend when you fucking told me that, too. Like, I was sitting there like, how the fuck? I'm trying to level up my, my uh, what was I trying to do? My weaponsmithing or something? Yeah. 
And I was like, how the fuck can, is there, like, do I need to craft swords or, like, war hammers or, like, what's going to be the best way? And then you're like, just sort it by XP. And I was like, I don't, you're, what? Excuse me? <laughs> There's a way to do that? <laughs> yeah, and, like, that it was really useful whenever I found it out because I had been crafting a bunch of things that were plus zero XP, thinking right. I was gaining XP yeah, and not paying so enough funny. attention whenever the little wheel would fill up. Right. So, like, for example, with ar- with weaponsmithing and armorsmithing, I uh, was using war- wooden swords to try to level that up. Uh, wooden sword for me right now is plus zero. So I was doing absolutely nothing. Oh, perfect. And just wasting my resources. Right. <laughs> Pats for, doing <laughs> pats for Pixie. It's okay. It's okay. Everyone has to learn some way. I, I learned <laughs> the hard way so I could teach you all. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there is our, let's call it our weekly wisdom. I like that. I like that, Rolls too. off the tongue, and I like alliteration. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell from nautical nomads. It was almost nautical nonsense. It was very close. Now that's going to be stuck in my head. You're and welcome. I wish we had that on the soundboard. We need to get that on the soundboard. There's a free spot on that soundboard. Well, uh, there's a lot of free spots because we just have the oh this yeah. sound. We can do this ones, these ones too. Ooh. I know. I know. But speaking of the soundboard, it is time for our final segment of the evening. <laughs> hey, what'd you do this week? A or rather, lot of what, what did we do <laughs> since we play the fucking game together? Okay, <laughs> so I want to start off, Braun. Yes. I'd like to say we play the fucking game together, but every time I log into the game, here's what happens. What? I go, hey, babe, you want to go PvP with me? You want to do some PvP quests? Uh, no, I'm I'm actually doing this new build, and I need to to go level these weapon skills. Uh, I'm going to be doing quests down in Cutlass Keep. An hour goes by. Hey, babe, you want to go PvP with me now? You ready? I'm actually trying a different build. Uh, I'm I'm still leveling. I, I need to level some more in Cutlass Keys. Well, babe, I'm up in Brightwood. You want to come up in Brightwood with me? Uh, I, I'm actually trying a different build now. Oh, the, the same one from, like, the same different build from last? No, it's a different build this time. I feel very exposed and attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel macro-aggressed right now. Uh, this is an unsafe workplace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we're in Discord when we play together. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we're doing part. different things lately most <laughs> of the time. Uh, it is true. But, yes, mostly together. For, th- for the most part, kind of. We know what we're doing. We are, we are we're in doing the same the, room playing I mean, the same game. We're doing pretty much the same stuff. Our tunes might not be standing next to each other. But we're doing similar That's why things. if you go to our Twitter, at Nautical Nomads, <laughs> you'll see that there are significantly fewer uh, screenshots of our tunes together lately. Yeah. But, like, I can't decide what I want to do. Whereas for me, I have stuck with Firestaff Ice Gauntlet since game launch. So my That's fire true. staff's up to, like, level 13, and my Ice Gauntlet's, like, 11. That's cool. I mean, I, st- I stuck better than I think people thought I would. Uh, okay, you stuck with stuff. sword and board on one bar. And Warhammer. For a little while. What's your Warhammer level? 11. Oh. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. You did something. And my sword and board's 12, Missy. 
Well, damn. I know. I'm right behind you. You do play you. more than me, though, because you oh, only a little bit more. You've commandeered my laptop. Only a little bit more. I've been I've been Steam linking more than you. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I did that for a while, and like, it's not like that. I don't like the tanking. I feel like tanking is just convenient. It's just convenient to be a tank. Um. Very convenient to be a tank, especially in our like group of friends. There, there is another tank, obviously, but it's like, it's just convenient for me to be to quest on a tank or whatever. So, but either way, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna do that anymore. I really like the r- the problem is like okay. Hold on, I'm gonna stop you right there. What? He just said I'm doing. I've been consistently tanking. I have leveled my tank stuff to so, twelve and see, eleven. But, but see, here we are changing okay, our build again. Uh, okay, I understand. But guess <laughs> what? If we need a tank. It's cheap to respec. That's true. That's the nice part. It's cheap to respec. So if we need a tank, I can just go, let me go grab my heavy armor real quick and grab my sword and board and my carnelian gems and let me change my attribute. Give me 10 minutes to go change my build real quick. You've gotten really good at changing your build very quickly. I'll give you credit for that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Lots of practice. That is true. I just need to have I need to have a storage shed in one specific place where I have my like swap stuff. Where I can like, ooh, I got a good heavy uh, heavy helmet. Let me go put that in in Cutlass Key or I where I change my builds. If I were you, I'd put it in a place that you have a house at. Like once you decide to buy a house. I think so too. Yeah, somewhere and somewhere like if if it's not somewhere where I have a house, somewhere central. So no matter where I'm coming from, it's not an an expensive Azoth cost. And speaking of houses, that's another thing that we did. Yeah. And this is something we actually we weren't running around together, but it was something we were doing together. Like in Discord, we were looking at different looking places at, at different, different times. Yeah. Uh, so I've already bought a house, and I bought a house in Windsward. And I talked a little bit about how much I love the housing system in this game last week. Uh, I continue to just adore the housing system. Uh, it is a nice extra free port. Um, Braun did show me a chart, but I didn't know before I bought the house. So apparently. The cheaper the house, the longer your cooldown on your free port is. Uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, the longer the port. Yeah, so the cheaper yeah. the house, the longer the, the cooldown on the port. Yeah, it's uh, like four hours for the cheapest and then two hours for the most expensive. But the good thing is... And then it increments down. ...that you can always spin Azoth to reset that counter. And the Azoth... And I think it's cheaper than Azoth fast traveling. That's exactly the point I was about to make, is yeah. that the Azoth... I think the most I've paid to reset the, the timer is like 46 az- Azoth, yeah, so well it's not even And expensive. that is not based on your weight. Not based on your weight Which or your distance. Thing, it's based it's on the amount of time you have left. Yeah. So that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're carrying a whole full-ass inventory of iron ore or some shit, you know, or a bunch of fucking gems from doing your right. fucking money runs or whatever, then, then yeah, that's more than likely going to be way fucking cheaper to go back to your home storage than it is going to be um, going to somewhere else, you know? Exactly. And you can reset as soon as you're done. So it's essentially unlimited fast, not unlimited fast travels, but it's it's significantly that's why cheaper I th- fast travels. That's why I think I'm going to end up putting the my like switch storage shed in somewhere that's n- that my house isn't, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that way I can utilize that to say it's in my my home is in Windsward, and I decide to go to Cutlass Key or First Light 
um, to mine ore for a couple hours. I fill up my inventory, and that way, instead of having to go to... Uh, that way I can use that for my home port instead right. of, cause when I go change gear, I can just make sure my inventory is empty. So it can be a Makes cheaper, sense. cheaper yeah. as off thing. Um, but, uh, but we wanted to go into a little bit of discussion of houses too, because that's very much true on the as off cost. Definitely utilize that. If you have a house that you have paid the taxes on <coughs> and speaking of taxes, God save the queen. Because goddamn, the fucking taxes are way fucking more than I thought they were. <laughs> I feel like this is where real world creeps into video games, like, quite a bit. Have you seen <laughs> that that vine of the little kid paying taxes in Monopoly? No. <laughs> it's, we gotta watch it after this. It's so good. It's this little kid just, like, crying, playing Monopoly. And his mom's filming him, like, what? What's wrong, buddy? And he's like... I'm bankrupt. She's like, what's the matter? <laughs> Why are you bankrupt? And he's just like, taxes. <laughs> oh I know, and it's so much just to like, welcome to the world, kid. <laughs> I will say I'm really lucky because my house in Winsford only has like a 5 or 6% tax rate. It can go as high as what, 20%? 20, 20 is the cap. Fucking 20%. And the so crazy thing is that's not like per month. That's weekly. Yeah. Weekly. I thought it was going to be per month. I know I, I like, it popped you up on the screen. You just bought a house. I was just so excited. That I'm like, you oh, are yes. Even at 5%, like, imagine at 20% of the 5,000 houses, that means in, like, four or five weeks, if you're paying the highest tax in, in a few weeks, you're paying as much as your house was worth already. Oh, God. That's how high the taxes are. So on the one hand, it's like I understand it's to incentivize. Well, that's how high the taxes could be. Could be. Could it be. depends yeah. on the company. So the company that owns the city is who sets the taxes. So but just don't be an asshole and set the taxes to 20%. Well, that's the thing. Because if people do that and they set it high, what people could do is just not pay the fucking tax. Because you don't lose your home. And that's what I think a lot of people thought would happen because I know I fucking thought that. That was like, well, you probably can't even go into your house. There are negatives, obviously, for not paying your taxes. And if you didn't know, non-payment will stop you from re, uh, redecorating. It will disable all of your trophy bonuses. And most importantly, will prevent you from using the house's fast travel option. So you use the you lose those three. So you won't be able to redecorate, but you can still go into it. You won't be able to use it as fast travel, which sucks ass, but it's probably better than if you have a 10,000 gold house paying fucking, like, what, like, three, two or three K? What is a week of no fast travel to stick it to the man in lower taxes? I, I, I am sick. Sick of? I got diagnosed. With? Stick it to the man, meiosis. <laughs> you got diagnosed with an upper respiratory infection. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I was doing a cool School of Rock reference. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, d I did, by the way. Update on sick brawn. <laughs> Get diagnosed with an acute upper respiratory infection. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help that. I sound better, and that's because I, I went to the doctor and have been medicated now. <laughs> so... I would not stop nagging him until he went to the doctor That's so he true. could get medicated because he wasn't true. getting better. Uh, but I, I understand the tax system thing. I think if it's low, I, th I was planning on like saving up and using my like a big 
bunch of money to go ahead and get um, to get one of the bigger houses to try and utilize that discount. But now I'm definitely buying the cheap house. Okay, so I would just buy all cheap houses, but Evanscale Reach is so pretty. Well, yeah, I but, want but big here's the house. thing: you do that. Care. You do that when you're a higher level, when it's easy for you to make gold. Because if we do right. it right now, we don't have a good way. Because we're 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 about level thirty-two right now. We haven't carved out a way that like, hey, this is how I'm going to make gold every week. Right. You know what I mean. So when we have more game time to do stuff like that instead of what we do now, which is just kind of fucking around, leveling, little PvP, little PvE, little whatever. Um, but when we've got to the end game, that's when I'm going to buy an expensive house. Yeah. Because that's when I can carve out time in my gaming schedule to like, all right, no matter what the taxes are this week, if it's five five percent or twenty percent or whatever, I know I need to make at least a couple thousand gold to pay my make sure I can still utilize my house. Right. You know, so I'm going to get a cheap one for now. So it's not a huge issue. And then eventually get a fucking nice ass house in in Donning Cutlass Key. What's the other pirate place? Uh, Restless Shores. Restless Shores. Oh, I want a house there so fucking bad. So speaking of wanting a house there, what we were like about to say before we went into the whole tax code of Eternum <laughs> was uh that's why i wish you could like vote for governors a little bit instead of the whole like nice. pvp things <laughs> someone could run on low taxes i mean <laughs> okay this would be an immersive thing to it's do gonna be high company. taxes but we have great social programs <laughs> free health free universal health care ubi you know <laughs> it's gonna be great a free pvp bodyguard service <laughs> You will always have your battle buddy. Your battle buddy will be assigned to you. That's so great. That's so great. <laughs> but uh, basically what we spent like a good couple hours really doing was uh, running into every zone to try to see where we wanted houses. Uh, the first thing I realized, I was like, ooh, Eden Grove looks pretty. I did not stop and Google, like, oh, can you buy a house in Eden Grove? Because I just assumed, like, there's a little town there. There's probably a house I there. Know, right. I had never been to Eden Grove, but from the screenshots, I had seen it look cool. So yeah. I go up into Eden Grove, and the whole trek through Eden Grove, first of all, I had tigers chasing my ass down, nipping at my heels the whole time. The tigers were real pretty, really brightly colored. The There were so many flowers everywhere that I just wanted to roll around in the fields. Yeah. These gorgeous white birch trees with brilliant red leaves, and I was just enamored by this zone. It's one of the most beautiful things I've seen in the game. It's so pretty, yeah. And then I got to the outpost. There's no settlement. There's an out there's two outposts. Yeah, uh, you get to the outpost, you're like, wait, what the fuck? This isn't a hamlet? Yeah, and apparently in outposts, you can't buy houses. So I was real sad, and we posted about it on Twitter, yeah. and then I responded to the Nautical Nomads post with a picture of what looks to be a perfectly usable house that's filled with pigs. Can I live here? Kick the pigs out. Like, listen, Fuck. I'll just eat bacon for a straight month, and I'll just have this house, please. That I can fry it part. myself with my fire staff. I don't even need any help. I can that's kill the true. damn pigs. Let me have the house. That's true. I can cut it up with my rapier, and you can burn it with your fire staff. Yeah, see? I like I like my bacon slightly burnt. Me nice too. Nice and crispy. I, I like it crispy. I don't yeah. like it all floppy. 
That's floppy bacon is bullshit bacon. Yeah, we morning. had Metro earlier. Yeah, it was fucking. Did you notice that floppy. I like only ate half of one of the pieces of bacon? Yeah. That's because the other half was floppy. Some floppy ass bacon. I just refuse to eat it. I won't eat the bacon. We don't like floppy ass bacon in this house. I'm I'm glad that we took the time to let you guys know. Now you so guys know. If we ever come over to your house floppy for breakfast, floppy ass bacon is bullshit. <laughs> If we ever come over to your house for breakfast and we refuse your bacon, it's because it's fucking floppy and you need to learn how to cook bacon. That's true. And this is coming from if somebody who's no If I wanted floppy bacon, you know what you know what I'd be eating? Canadian bacon. Isn't that like it's ham? ham? It's ham and it's good and it's delicious. <laughs> but you know what it's not? Crispy. <laughs> because bacon's crispy. I feel like you're just gonna offend Pylon at this point. Oh no, I love Canadian bacon. That's okay. I make good Canadian bacon. Anyway, yeah, I lost my train of thought now because now I'm just real hungry. Now I'm kind of now I kind of want Canadian bacon. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> so back on track. We we did do a lot of questing. Uh, we got our Azoth uh, level two staffs. Level two staves. Staves. Oops, I said staffs. That's okay. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, are real fucking cool in the corruption events. So oh, there are yeah. certain uh, this again the higher could level be news ones. to you yeah. guys. Or it may not be news to you guys. This is we're just learning things as we go. Uh, there are certain higher level corruptions uh, where you actually have to like bust into the obelisk, and there's like the central like almost heart looking orb that you have to bust. It's kind of like those like if you played Oblivion, it's kind of like those the Oblivion gates that you go into, and they have those creepy like living doors or whatever. Mm-hmm. That they open and yeah. there's fucking teeth in the inside and shit. Oh. It reminded me of that. Yeah, it was, it was so cool in there. It really upped the creep factor. Yeah, it did. It made it feel really intense. There was less space to move, which my build relies very heavily on movement, so it made it more difficult. Light for armor. Me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it was really, really cool. And that you need a level two Azos staff for. So make sure somebody in your group or someone in the area happens to have one. Otherwise, you're going to get in there and you're going to be like, oh, shit, what do? We can't close this. <laughs> what do? I ouch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, at least you're in a convenient tomb. So there's now, that. Just going because for we you. watched that episode of The Office now, it's stuck in my head that, like, the Dementors, they suck your soul out and it hoits. <laughs> like, <laughs> the prison, like. <laughs> that's what I was just thinking. Uh, you bust in there, and all the dementors just want to eat your soul, and it doesn't feel good. Speaking of spooky things that eat your soul, we also spent a lot of time in Brightwood, which is creepy as fuck. Oh my god, Amazon has yeah. nailed the creep factor for that zone in particular. The music, it's the second so you cross, there's that the fucking violin. Oh in that God. track is so fucking good. It makes me God. anxious. Ramon Jawani, like, also, I remembered today that he's also the one that does the fucking Westworld soundtracks. Oh, my God, the heart-shaped box. And I'm not surprised Westworld because, like, the music is one of the amazing parts of Westworld. It is uh, far and away the best part of Game of Thrones post-season five. And it's also a very strong suit of, uh, of New World. And it's all Ramon. The music's he incredible. Kills it. Oh yeah. But you walk in to you cross the border into Brightwood, the music changes drastically. There's like this eerie like greenness over everything. Yeah. And like you think Brightwood, I think we talked about this last week, or either that or I'm getting intense deja vu. You'd think Brightwood would be like a happy, cheery, sunny place, but it's like the 
whole ass opposite. Should be called Blightwood. It should be. Yeah. Hashtag Blightwood. Hashtag Blightwood. Anyway, I feel like that's the best place to spend Halloween. Like, there's so many of those creepy or ass Weaver's ghosts. Or Weaver's Spend, too. Weaver's Spend's Weaver's also Spend's really creepy. Weaver's Spend's also really creepy. I haven't spent as much time in Weaver's Spend as you have, I don't yeah. think, because I know you were questing in Weaver's Spend the other day. Yeah. Uh, I've been mainly doing my questing in Brightwood. I'm about to move to Weaver's Spend. Um, but it's just so damn creepy. Yeah, it is. Every little thing. Like, the zombies and stuff are kind of everywhere because of the corrupted. But then there's one part that's drastically different from the rest of Brightwood. And that is what I, you found it after I did. But I stumbled across the Azoth tree. Oh, yeah. In, the, in the main quest? Yeah. which yeah. Is, Well, I didn't, wasn't even on the main quest. I was just running around. Oh, you did before? Because the main quest takes you there. I haven't done that quest yet. Oh, oops. Spoilers, Bron. Spoilers. Oops. Well, I guess I'm doing the main quest. Today. We all, everyone knows there's something to do with the Azoth tree. That's yeah. not a main spoiler, but. So I was just, I was actually doing some. But you just happened upon it and you're like, oh shit, hello. Yeah, there was a, I had a faction quest in I that I saw area. you on that stream earlier. <laughs> 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 I had a faction quest uh, down in that area. Oh. So I, wa- I was like walking around down there and I saw like this like structure of sorts that looked like a doorway almost. I was like. Right on. I, f- I actually, I was streaming it. I actually said on stream, I feel like whatever is in there will kill me. Yep. And I walked through, and all of a sudden, this fucking dryad archer just started obliterating me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Also, spoiler alert, you have to fight that. That's like the dryad archer dude is the boss guy in there that you have to kill. Oh, this was quest. just one of the regular dryad archers. Was it right by this the tree? Uh, I fought him, too. Uh, but boss. this was one that was not right by the tree. This was oh, right on okay. the outskirts. Okay. Uh, the dryad archers hurt. Yeah. They Ouch. hurt real bad. They uh, put some shit into those arrows. They probably yeah. poisoned or something. Yeah. There was. I Actually, feel like I there think was they poison. have like a poison I think type so. thing. Because I, I remember getting hit with debuffs and being like, well, I fuck also you. They're way more accurate and their bows seem to shoot faster than a lot of the other archer yeah. enemies that I've fu- I've fought in the past. It's real easy. Like some of the like lower corrupted, it's real easy to dodge their their yeah, arrows. Their arrows. Yeah. So whenever I saw somebody with a bow, I was like, okay, I should be able to handle this by just dodging. And their flintlocks too. The pirates. Yeah. The pirate skellies. Uh, th- the pirates fuck me up every time. Like I oh, I yeah. still like I don't die, but they hit me. Um, yeah. But it was just fucking gorgeous. And then I found some cave. That all had all these dangly, glowy plants all over the place. Yeah, that cave is so cool. I've seen a bunch of screenshots from people on Twitter of that cave. Because oh that cave is so cool. That's the kind of shit I live for oh in a yeah. fantasy game. Yeah, agreed. Glowy plants out the ass. I love the glowy plants. It made me so Everyone happy. from ESO knows the glowy plant game. Yes. Because that's how you make a good house. Yes. All the glowy plants. All the glowy plants. Yep. That's how you light your house. Glowy plants. Yep. Glowy shrooms on the walls. Glowy flowers on the walls. All the good glowy shit. Yep. And. Makes it a good time. I mentioned that I kept asking you over and over and over again. Hey, Bron, you want a PvP? Hey, Bron, you want a PvP? We did. Last night, I finally talked him into PvPing with me, along with some of our friends. That's true. And it was real fun, except that uh, we ran into only one other player. Yeah, I don't know if if anyone else is experiencing this i assume so yes there are probably um servers where people are more focused on pvp and like i feel like our servers like 
almost like half and half. Like, I see PvP. I see people PvPing. And obviously, aside from the nodes and the wars and the, that kind of a thing and the questing for influence, and, like, I we just mean just bear outdoing PvP, doing the PvP faction missions. And maybe it's just because we were doing them in zones that weren't being actively fought over might be why. Because we were not in any of those loops for the syndicate on our on our server, um, but we were doing quests just just in Windsward, and then we we did a handful of PvP missions there. Didn't run into anyone, um, so decided well fuck that shit. Let's move up to Brightwood and see you know see if people are, are fucking around in there. Maybe it was ever ever what's the ever song ever Everfall. Everfall. But we went up to Brightwood. Uh, but yeah, we went up to Brightwood and. Didn't find anyone, or no, Brightwood's where we fought the Yeah, dude. where we found the one guy. Yeah, yeah, so we, there's this, one of the quests in Brightwood, uh, the PvP quest where you have to stay there for like a minute and a half or whatever, takes you right by like one of those big ass like mini bosses that spawn. One of the big trolls in a cemetery. One big, yeah, one of the big troll dudes. And uh, we saw someone there and we killed him. He's level 34. Yeah. And he had like. A level thirty-eight, level thirty-five. He was very, very much in heavy two armor. Two level thirty-ones. Yeah, he was very much in heavy armor. Uh, but we killed him. He had and a life staff too. Kept killing himself. Yeah, he so he was running the the paladin build is what he was doing. So so he was doing sword and board and life staff, which is a fucking hard build to fucking kill people in. Man. They're also God unlikely damn. to kill you, but. <laughs> yeah, but man, yeah, that that. That was this hard kill, uh, but we killed him. And funny enough, at that exact same spot, uh, it was this either last week or a couple days before, we were doing those same missions. Except we we weren't doing the actual PvP missions; we were just doing the quests. But we're like, fuck it, let's flag for PvP. If shit happens, shit happens. And we were about to kill that boss, but because we're in a little group of friendos, and I was the tank, I was holding on to the to the mini boss, and I was <laughs> almost dead. So I was sitting at, like, maybe 20% health. Like, the boss is almost dead. We were fine. Like, I was about to pop my potion again. And then some dude just sneaks in and fucking stabs me and kills me right before the boss dies. And I was like, no. That fuck. sneaky bastard. Yeah. I feel like you should only fun. get an assist XP. An assist? Point. An assist. Well, that's part of, like, open world PvP is, like, trying to, like, yeah. find some mobs to kite around to, like, try and fuck with them and whatever. Like, so I, I didn't mind that I got, like, killed. I was just mildly annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, fuck you. <laughs> I will say, this is this is a little bit of a tangent, but we keep mentioning, like, the group of friends we're playing with. It's been so much fun. Oh, my God, yeah. This this is such a good game to just hop in, a, in Discord with a handful of friends and, and fuck around. It really is. And it's it's nice because whenever I started playing ESO, I didn't really know anybody who played. So yeah. coming into this game with a bunch of friends that I made in ESO who have switched to this game has yeah. been a completely different experience. They don't have to go through that period of loneliness. Or that period of, like, trying to find a home, you know? Right. Like, just trying to find people to play with. And, like, not that that's bad, but it's just nice that we had friends that were already planning on playing. Right, yeah. Which is cool. And so we're playing with some of our best friends, and it's been really, really great. So we have each other to play with, obviously, but we also have a lot of my friends, a lot of bronze friends. So it's been really, really cool. And it's it's just been nice to have that sense of super tight community that we made coming into the game, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
that's been a lot of fun. Um, and then, speaking of those PvP missions, a fun thing happened to me because I've been doing a fuckload of those faction quests, and I realized it like probably later than I should have, but I capped out my faction reputation. Do you remember Oops. that? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I just like... I kept seeing the alert and like, I don't know if it was just like going over my head or what the <laughs> fuck was happening, but like I just randomly noticed, I was like, oh shit, um, I'm just sitting there at level three or whatever it was and not getting any, I was still getting like the currency and the XP and stuff, but my faction reputation was capped. So we had to go, we had to go do that. But it happened when I was level 30 and the recommended level for the next quest was level 40 to go get the next one. What? Well, no, no, no. I spent the stuff. I just might the your reputation to get to the next level is capped. So I could still get the coins, oh. spend the coins. Okay, but I, I didn't know. Yeah. For whatever reason, my brain had the coins it's and like the reputation confused. Yeah, like a separate XP basically is okay. the reputation for your faction. So that for me was capped. I was still able to get the coins, get the all that stuff and the the syndicate currency and spend that. It was just the the reputation which was capped. So we after PvPing for a little bit, grabbed a group of friends and went and did that for both me and you because right. you were right there. You hadn't capped it yet, but you I were was right, right there. under it. So I hit cap while we were playing because we were doing those PvP missions. Yeah. So we did a few of those. And then uh, since we were still under the recommended level, because we're we not level 35, yeah, yeah. We, we brought our friends who were a little bit higher level than us, and uh, they helped us through that. And luckily, I think even if it was just me and you, we still would have been fine. We would have been a little bit more careful. I think those recommendations are if you're doing it solo. Yeah, that makes sense. I would assume. Because like we had a group of four of us, yeah. and we dunked on all of those quests. They were not very hard. Right. Uh, but we had a group of four people. Even though it was recommending level 40, and we were all, uh, let's see, Maestro and Maya are like 35, 37. I think, I think Maestro's 37 and Maya's 36. Yeah, and we're, we're both 32. I'm about to hit 32. I'm 31. Okay, I'm almost 33, so I'm about a level ahead of you. Because you've been playing all day without me. That's true. Because um, I got a new Switch, so I've been playing Animal Crossing again. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very true. Um, but still, we're right, right about there. They were right about there. And it wasn't bad. We were all technically under-leveled for it, but we were fine. It wasn't a big deal. That yeah, quest isn't that bad. power in numbers. Yeah. And then other than that, really just leveling crafting skills. How have your crafting craft levels been going? They've been going pretty good. Uh, my weakest crafting is actually weapon slash armor smithing because I don't uh. wear heavy armor. And I don't uh, use weapons other than Ice Gauntlet and Fire Staff, which, which are Arcana. Arcana, yeah. Yeah. So they've been going really, go- really good. I did find that now under the Arcana uh, section, I can actually make what are called replicas of the staves from the and the Ice Gauntlets from the expedition that we ran oh. that have those same uh, perks. That's cool. Yeah. And I can actually, with those, to make sure that they level with me, I can change the material that I'm making them out of, which you can't on some of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, so I can make a steel version of the iron one that I got while I was in there. And I think that's really, really nice. And I'm glad they added that in because those staffs look, those staves look different than like the base staves that yeah. you can make. And I, I like the, the difference in cosmetics, like them looking quite a bit different. Because I thought that too, because I had a heavy uh, heavy chest drop when we did the expedition for the first time. And even though it was worse than the chest piece that I had, I was wearing it because it looked fucking awesome. <laughs> 
And also, I really hope they implement some kind of uh, outfitting or transmogging system like ESO, like World of Warcraft, like SWOTOR. Final where Fantasy. And Final Fantasy with their glamour system as well, where whatever you get just goes into a bank that you can change your armor to look like. Because I know, obviously, they have the skins of the special things or whatever, but I am hoping to see that change. Uh, I don't think it'll happen anytime soon, but I assume that's one of the things that they will they are wanting to bring to the game because that will incentivize people to uh, really keep playing that and to go outwardly looking for things to get like that. That reminds me of something really important. So this episode will come out Tuesday, which is October 12th, um, as long as we remember to actually edit it this time. That's true. <laughs> we were a day late last week. Sorry about that. Mubby. Uh, <laughs> we just completely forgot what day it was. It's true. So uh, the day this comes out is October 12th. Uh, that is, I believe, the last day that you can uh, claim your the first pirate drop. Either that or it's the 11th and the next one starts on the 12th. But you guys need to check it. I think if I don't look it up for sure, use this as a reminder. But I, if I'm remembering right, they both end November 11th. I thought it was October 11th. It's November. Oh, so there's two of them at the same time? I think October 10th or 11th or something is the one where the cutlass and stuff, we can go get it. Okay, so the October 12th, you can get the cutlass. So if you have Twitch Prime, there's going to be a new Twitch Prime drop for you, which is really nice. You don't have to watch any streamers. You just log into Twitch. And up in the top right-hand corner of your Twitch website, you will see a little crown. Click on the crown, and you should see it in there. If you don't, then go to view all prime loot or whatever the hell it's called, and you should be able to see it listed there. The pirate the ends November 1st. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, Mocha you. Jones. Thanks, Mocha. Appreciate you. Everyone go follow Mocha Jones 10 on Twitter. Do it. And also Twitch. Do he it. He does charity streams. <laughs> nice. And uh, But other than that, the last thing I put here was Pixie on the same build. Braun, not so much. Yeah, we kind of went into this earlier. I will say... How are you feeling now? Because you've been in on the Firestaff Ice Gauntlet. Have you, like... Because, dude, like, uh, even just, like, solo PvP, you've been... Everyone you fucking run across, you've just been slam dunking on. I feel really confident with this build, and I'm really, really happy with it. Because, like... You, you've been killing it, PvP. Which is surprising, because I fucking suck at PvP at ESO. I mean, <laughs> you don't suck at it anymore. Hey, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm sitting. I'm really confident in this build. The only time this build has done me wrong is when we were in that expedition, and we figured out afterwards that all the enemies were resistant to fire damage, which yeah, or, is my Or main some weapon. of them. I don't remember exactly what it was that I read. I think the boss, at least, is resistant to fire yeah, damage, because I noticed I was not resistance. doing enough damage yeah, to There's some boss. fire resistance in Amrine, but So what I'm thinking about doing is not changing my build, but I do want to level up Rapier a little bit, so that way I can yeah. do Fire Staff and Back Bar Rapier occasionally I think if I the need to. idea of this game is to have stuff like that in your back pocket right because mm-hmm. right now at least for now don't take my word i change my build all the fucking time but right now i really like the idea of doing bow rapier uh because there is a really good like aoe section of the bow stuff and the rapier is honestly like some of my favorite animations in the whole fucking game even though the rapier has its issues for pvp i think it'll uh, if it's not good i'll fucking make it good i'm gonna make it work um, but 
The spear is also really good. The musket's also really good. There's stuff around there in just dexterity that I wouldn't have. You don't have to always change that shit out. So because rapier also takes intelligence as its secondary stat, you could very much, as we're running around in the world, throw that on and level it a little bit, and then fire gauntlet, ice stat. That was backwards. Uh, fire staff, fire staff ice gauntlet, ice gauntlet uh, could be your your main thing, and then if we ever go somewhere that has a fire or an or a, a frost resistance or something like that, you can change and just throw your rapier on. Exactly, and I'm I did in the beta fuck around with fire staff rapier, which is what I was planning to actually go with for my build whenever the game launched, but. I ended up really falling in love with Ice Gauntlet again. Yeah. So, Ice I, Ice Gauntlet. So I really, fuck. It's so hard to decide what to do. This is because this is the, the rapier and the Ice Gauntlet together as well is a fucking kick ass build too. So I don't and the fucking rapier and the fire staff. Like I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's all so cool. How great would it? It's all so good. Like that's that's the like, that's the problem that I ha- that I'm having because it's this internal like oh well this is good. Oh well, this is good. Oh well, I like this. Oh well, but I also like this. Oh, but this is good. Oh, but, but what about this? This is good too. But this is good for this, and this is good for this, and that's cool. And so is that, but in a different <laughs> way. But that over there, that's cool too. And the thing behind it, also <laughs> cool and good and viable. Fuck, I can't decide. <laughs> it's also good. There's so many fucking options. I don't know what to do. I will say, at least you're changing your build because you think everything is cool and fun and not because you hate all of them. Yeah, because like in WoW, it's like Rogue. I like Rogue. I'm good at Rogue. Assassination, bad. So I'm Outlaw this patch. Outlaw, bad. I'm Assassination this patch. Assassination, bad. I'm Subtlety this patch. You know, it's like I could just change my spec around, do whatever. But like with this game, it's just like, fuck, it's all good. <laughs> I have to actually make a decision. Except musket for you Fuck. because you can't aim. You can't hit the broad hey, side of a barn. Hey, well, I don't play a lot of shooter games, okay? So all of you little shooter boys coming in here and using the musket, I want to use the musket, but I can't shoot for shit. <laughs> I need to look up some, like, fucking Counter-Strike videos to <laughs> start playing some Call of Duty or something. I have those. Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, God. See, that's the thing. Unfortunately. Like, God, I don't, I can't, I can't play Call of Duty. I can't do it can't bring yourself I to. could play it I could play it for 20 minutes before I get bored I just get real mad honestly yeah and I'm a desk pounder when I play games like that me I too fucking, I fucking gah, like oh I get so angry. you've seen my twitch clips of Call yeah. of Duty streams yeah I get very I get very angry but uh but either way that is about that's about all I have do you have any final thoughts as we as we close up here no because I want to go play new world now I also very much want to go play new world I'm very excited to play New World and very excited for really everything else. Well, let's do this. We will see you guys later. We'll see you next week. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Take us away. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Nautical Nomads. You can find our RSS feed at anchor.fm slash nautical-nomads and on Spotify. Hopefully we can figure out Apple Podcasts soon, but Apple is being a dick. God, fuck Apple. (laughs) Apple. Hold on. Apple. Oh, God. Apple. What the fuck, man? You pissed me off sometimes. Look at this. 
It's an Apple Watch. I have an iPhone. This is an iPad. MacBook. That's a fucking MacBook. Y- you piss me. I love you, but you piss me off sometimes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> I don't remember where I was. Stay up to date with us <laughs> as we journey through Eternum by following us on Twitter at Nautical Nomads. Until next week, eat your citrus so you don't get scurvy. Yar!